I don't like to boast. They like hot butter on the breakfast toast. Watching flicks, talking chicks. I like to mow the boat. Can Riverman make it? Yo, a check. Nope. So look at all these movies I got. Commenting like, mmm, should we watch them or not? And I know they just be acting for cash. But I still got one question to ask. Like, why'd he do that? Do that? Do that? If that was me, I'd be like, screw that. Screw that. Screw that. I'm an alpha. I'd eat through that. Do that, do that. Mmm, so why'd he do that? Do that, do that. Mmm. What's up, gang? Happy October. Aaron and Zach are back. What's up? It's round two of our October exploitation. Uh, last time we tackled Dracula, the orig- original Bela Lugosi. Zach's going to call him Beta Lugosi. Uh, and now we're on to the mummy. Fucking Bobby, the greatest fucking Brendan Fraser movie classic. This technically could be the start of a mummy exploitation if you ever did want to do other versions of the mummy or just any mummy versions uh, movies at all. I mean, you could do that uh, Tales from the Dark Side episode and throw it in there with the mummy. Remember that one? No. Where there's the the the, the people that go and investigate the pyramids and there's a mummy they get trapped in there and they're like playing games with the mummy. It's a guy in full costume. It's pretty interesting. It's one of my earliest episodes I remember watching. But anyway, we're going to go and get started in three, two, one, play. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking uh, Flat Earth are lying again. Fucking to see the Wright brothers, they knew. They were flying around that Flat Earth. They knew. Universal's been lying to us for how many years now? Like a hundred? They're fucking cunt boys. I, I, first, before we... Boris Karloff. No, so Boris Karloff's the other guy. Obviously, Bela Lugosi was, was a big player with uh, Universal. Karloff, he's probably the other guy, right? Would you Boris his Karloff? Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. So you got Karloff, uh, Bela Lugosi, and you got Lon Chaney. I think that's like the trifecta. That's the really big three. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen this one? I just watched it last night. And is it me? I've never noticed this. Is this intro music the exact fucking same as Dracula? Maybe. It might be. Because it sounds like the Imperial March again. Because remember, I had deja vu. I'm like, oh, it sounds like Imperial March. And I said that. Yeah, this is the exact same. Uh, so maybe it's just uh, sort of a universal thing they had going for all these flicks. Hell yeah. But maybe I'm wrong and it's... Maybe they just plagiarize themselves. I don't know. I'm not even fucking hearing the movie. I didn't set my shit up right. I guess now I am. The, the scroll, the scroll of thought, a thought. Yeah. The, what is the, a thought, by the way? The, he's a thought. Well, what's a thought? What is it? I don't know. I, I kind of understand what one is when they say, "Oh, that girl's a thought." I kind of get the image of one, but where did the term thought come from? And what is is it an acronym? Or what is it? I don't fucking know. Uh, there, there's that new uh, album by uh, JPEG Mafia. No fucking clue who this. Called uh, "Forgive Me, Forgive Me, Jesus." I'm a thought, or something like that. That's on my list to listen to. No way, is it? Hell yeah, that's the JPEGy. You don't fucks with JPEGy? No, I've never even heard of it trying to find where thought came from and it keeps just pulling up thoth like you know from this movie like the egyptian shit uh thought come from this seems good okay let me see if this is if this is what uh it is okay it is an acronym thought which rhymes with not started uh started life as an acronym for terms like that hoe over there that's what it means that hoe over there 
I I fucking exclusively only fucks with the hose hose over there. But also, it's been uh, interchanged with thirsty hose out there. What are they thirsty for? The dick. Fuck yeah. That's what you got to quench their thirst. That's so stupid, man. That's the kind of chick you want around. I don't know where this shit comes from and why it uh, catches fire like these stupid slang. Man, I got a bone to pick with Zach here because I listened to the the new, the latest Mac and Zach Save the World today uh, for Kazam. Did it put fucking hair on your chest? Dude, this motherfucker drank his own piss <laughs> on the fucking podcast. <laughs> I told you that. And I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything by talking about it on this show because you can't reenact as it's going down. Like, you have to go and listen to that show. And I can't believe you did it. Were you that fucked up where you weren't able to make good decisions like that? I fuck it. I just went for it. I was like, you know what? I pissed in here. It's watered down. I'm not going to taste it anyway. I'll go for it. At least, at least you drank piss at this period in your life where you're a bit healthier. You know, I, I bet I bet you a million dollars, like two years ago, your piss would have fucking tasted like rotten Pop-Tarts. Hell yeah. Or something fucking disgusting. Pop-Tarts are donk. But no, I couldn't believe you did it. And then you go step out to go refill your drink, as you said, because you kept accidentally sipping on your pee. And uh, <laughs> the whole time, Max trying to talk, and you're fucking just yelling like to yourself in a drunken stupor, like, why'd I do that, though? Oh, my bad. And it's just, it was really funny. I was actually having a fit with it. Uh, but I, I also laughed a lot where you came up with the idea, like, I got a great side idea. I got a great side idea. Max should drink his pee, too. And you guys both, and if only, if only he did it, too. He wasn't taking one for the team. That that episode needs to be in true YouTube fashion. Like that's the clickbaitiest you clickbaity title I've ever seen in my life. Drag drink, Zach drinks his own piss. Like why is that not all caps in the fucking video? In fact, if you really wanted to make it YouTube clickbaity, you don't even put like your name because you want it to reach a real broad audience. Like big fucking drunk idiot <laughs> drinks his own piss. Gots to see, can't believe, you know something fucking stupid. And they'll be like, I can't see it anyway. Fake. I can only hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I call shenanigans. <laughs> oh, but it's so funny. Everybody- I did record it though. I could put it on Instagram. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you should. You should do something. You should do something special out of the normal with it because it is kind of a special thing. And I wish we could somehow brand it like, Hey, this is the episode where you drink guy drinks his piss. Everybody, everybody listen to it. Mm. So you should, you should put a clip on Insta or something, a teaser, maybe not the whole thing, but something. Oh, yeah. So what did you think of this movie when you watched it last night? I was in the middle with it again. Really? Is it on par with Dracula? or? Oh, maybe a little bit more entertaining than Dracula. I don't know. I've always thought the idea of the mummy and the mummy's curse was uh, really neat. Probably because I, I'd i much rather go to like the pyramids in Egypt and be able to explore inside and look at hieroglyphs and all this shit than probably go to some castle in Transylvania. I want to go to Transylvania and bang a transvestite in the Dracula castle. Yeah. Well, it's not Dracula's castle. It's Vlad the Impaler's castle. Yeah, that's fine. I'll be donk. So what'd you do, man? Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday. What'd you do this weekend? Zach's got a busy week planned, too. You got a wedding to go to. I got a wedding to go to. How far you got to travel for that wedding? Um, by Chicago, not that far. Okay, 
And this is uh, your pal, Lucas. Hell yeah. You guys refer to all the time? Yep. All right. That's the guy you guys called on that new Mac Zach episode? Mm-hmm. Rock on's Mac going to, right? Hell yeah. Well, that'll be cool. You'll be dog. I hate weddings. I, fun fact, I despise weddings. Well, that's why you go and then uh, the after stuff is uh, okay. Yeah, I, I've done that, number two, where you just kind of show up for the after part, and that's all right, too. But I don't drink, right? So and it's different if I know a lot of people there. But that's never the only case where I've known enough people there to where it did feel like a gathering uh, was Riverman's wedding. That was all right. Because I knew I knew a couple handfuls of people, and it was cool. Did it feel like the gathering of the Juggalos? Were you, did you fit right in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go with your face paint on and shit. Have you seen those pictures of me at his wedding where I'm lifting him up? With the Juggalo paint on, yeah? No, I don't have Juggalo paint, but... <laughs> I thought you were going to run with that. I thought, <laughs> yeah, did no. you see those pictures of me at the fucking gathering of the Juggalos? It was donk. But, you know, but even that was like, it's not my favorite thing in the world to do. Like, me, I... I wouldn't care if I never had a wedding myself, personally. I don't really understand it. It's it's just kind of a weird Fuck thing. Fuck weddings. And they're so expensive, man. Let's all just, let's not even marry each other. Let's, let's fucking uh, kill each other, if anything. I, I get it if, like, somebody else's foot in the bill, if it's kept traditional and the bride's father is, is fucking going to take care of it. But I'd rather, I'm on that side where it's like, wouldn't you rather spend the money on a honeymoon or, or, like, or like a house or something else? Because weddings are ridiculously expensive. Oh, yeah. Or uh, for your kid, because he's going to cost you a fucking couple thousand dollars to give birth in the fucking these days. Something like that. I just think the money can go better somewhere else. It's retarded shit. But good for him, man. How long has he been dating his uh, fiance? No, I'm going to tell him whenever we meet him. I'm like, this is retarded shit. Are you going to speak up? Hell yeah, I'm going to be like, he's going to be like, uh, fucking uh, anybody, speak your piece. And I'm going to be like, I fucking refuse. This shit's costing a lot of money, though. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I fucked your wife. You can't go <laughs> through with this thought. How much money would it take for you to ruin the wedding? I mean, obviously, you can clear the air after like, hey, I just said that because there's a lot of money involved. <laughs> but like, how much money would it take for you to stand up and sabotage the wedding and say, no, you can't do this because your wife sucked my dick one day. And I tried to tell her, you know, like to do that. I wouldn't do that for a fucking million dollars. You wouldn't do it for. Well, what if you gave them a cut? You don't think they'd be like, all right, well, we forgive you. No, like, fuck it. The women take that shit seriously. Their wedding's like really important to them for some reason. I know, but so they probably never forgive me. But if it was ten million dollars and you gave her half, you don't think if there's anything women love more than weddings, it's fucking money, brother. Hell yeah. I think I think there's a dollar amount you could hit uh, where it's like I'd be crazy not to. You know, it's that it's that age old question of uh, you know, would you would you let yourself get a giant like bukkake from questionable status men for? A ridiculous amount of money. I think you'd have your sum, Zach, where you'd just be a fool not to do it. I would fucking, uh, I'd, I'd let fucking uh, our boy, fucking our queen himself, I let him fucking bust nuts all over my face and all of his buddies. And who's that? Freddie Mercury. Oh, <laughs> we know he had AIDS. Freddie Mercury. All right. <laughs> but it's okay because I don't got any open wounds on my face, so it's I'll be the- good. <laughs> You got a big fuck. You got a mouth, dude. That's a big open. What do you think that is? A big open orifice. Well, I didn't say I was going to open my mouth. I said he's just going to come on my face. Well, like that guy had his face come down. Look at that dry come on his face. Yeah. Well, you know, we're talking about you were talking about the hip, right? So that's blood transfusion. So the mouth wouldn't 
do that most likely anyway. But uh, yeah, I think he looks sweet, dude. I think uh, they made him look really great. I think the mummy, the classic design. Yeah, I wonder how fucking long it took him all to Bukaki on his face for that effect. No, but don't you think it looks cool, especially considering the the year it came out? Yeah, he looks cool. I'd fuck him. It's pretty. It's pretty rad, man. He's got those sheets all over him. Uh, you could just wipe your nut off on it after you jizz on him. Wipe it off on his sheets. This opening's pretty good. Did I mention? Uh, did I mention you brought up the Queen movie? Did I mention on a podcast that I watched that Elton John biopic too? I still got that to watch. Yeah. Did it share by chance in the voodoo or no? Probably not. Nothing sharing. Nope. So it's I, I liked it. I I don't know. It's a little bit more musical based, but not in a bad way. It's just kind of a, a, a weird acid trip in that sense. But I, I liked it. But I like Elton John's music a lot too. So mm-hmm. Elton John's donk. I would suck his dick. Fair enough. You think if I got on his good side, he'd write another fucking uh, version of Candle in the Wind for me? How would that go? I don't know. Be about how good I am at sucking dick, hopefully. So uh, one thing I want to talk about as far as movies go, uh, just because I know we do this on Cinema Enema, but it's so fresh in my mind, I have to talk about it. I saw Rambo: Last Blood, mm-hmm. right? Zach's gonna give me shit about it because that's all he's been doing. All you know, whatever. I guess it's just a beta movie, or whatever, a cuck movie. But I watched it. I'm a huge Rambo fan. I'm a huge uh, '80s action fan, and uh, you know, going into it, obviously the media, the left wing media, which is like 98 percent of all those websites. They were ripping it apart for essentially being a Rambo movie. Um, now, criticism after the movie came out from just Rambo fans that give it like legit film criticism, that's something totally different. I'll, I'll read that and take that all day long and accept it. But the people that were basically trying to sabotage the opening, the fucking reviews were stupid. It glorifies killing of Mexicans and stuff like that. Like, what? Huh? It's racism. It's a it's a movie that's uh, a Trumpian's fantasy. I think I, I heard somebody quote like, "Why? Because Rambo kills people. Rambo has always killed people. Like I think people take it too serious." Oh yeah, it's a fucking Rambo movie. I get it. He's killed almost every race and creed there is. It it was natural. It was going to be Mexicans next. We're probably going to have Rambo in the hood next, and he's going to kill off the black population. I don't fucking know. But no, it's last blood. It's over. Yeah, he's fucking hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. Well, you never know with Stallone, man, because if you watch the fourth Rambo, which you probably didn't, to me that was a perfect. I did. The fact that you told me that this one isn't, you don't know if this one's better than that one, is just like oh, I don't need to watch it in theaters. Then. Well, it's it's because that fourth one I watched it and like fucking five minutes later I forgot everything about it. It's a totally different movie. I love the fourth one. But and it, but the, the ending was perfect. I'll give it this: the ending of Rambo Four was a better ending. It ended. Yeah, I remember credits. I don't remember it ending though. <laughs> I don't remember any ending. But here's the thing: for the reasons you probably didn't like it or thought it was forgettable, it's probably really stupid things to critique it for. I I don't grade every genre of film by the same fucking standards in the same grading scale, right? I usually do. I can't. No, you it, you grade based on how you enjoy him, right? Yeah. That you've told me that. That's always how I do it. Okay, and that's fair enough. I enjoy Rambo 4 like 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. I don't give a shit if it's got shitty support actors, man. It's got laughable dialogue. It's got virtually no story set up. 
Um, it's an action movie, and usually action movies, I let a lot of little things slide. Action's always the hardest for me to get into. I mean, an action movie for me, the goal is entertain me. Give me good action. That should be top priority. People, That's people what's are, so weird about it. It's like, oh, this is the easiest to be entertained by, and I'm never entertained by it. Keep uh, People are critiquing uh, Rambo 5 for being basically a cliched script. It's just, it, it, it's basically a revenge movie. But yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. I mean, there's so many action movies I love that they're just rehashed stories. And that never bothers me with action movies. Because as long as the dialogue is funny or it's good or it's quirky in its own way and the action's good, there's explosions, and I'm entertained for 90 minutes or whatever, I'm fine. I mean, Lionheart is essentially uh blood sport we've already talked about this you know uh, uh what's it called uh death warrant is essentially fucking lock up right these movies have been done over and over and over again and and they're always they're always by the numbers you can always tell by the beat of the script where the story's going it doesn't bother me at all oh big shock the bad guy is gonna lose right i mean to a degree all movies most movies in every genre are gonna be predictable you watch any rom-com, you know people are going to get together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the, what's mm-hmm. the genre you, you brought up last time we were t- recording? You said something about, oh, the dog movie. There's always that fucking scene. Where the kid <laughs> takes the dog to the woods and says, I don't want you anymore. Go away. Fucking little Mate, cunt. That's kind of what makes a subgenre a subgenre. They follow beats. Um, so yeah, Rambo, and everybody's like saying, oh man, this movie ripped off Taken. I'm like, you motherfuckers, Taken ripped off a bunch of fucking movies. It's just that Taken was a box office success, and that's what everybody kind of goes to as a tentpole, right? Mm-hmm. But they act as if Taken's the very first movie ever where somebody was trying to look for somebody that was taken, especially with drug, not even with drug trafficking. It's happened before. You know they're first because it's called Taken. They fucking, yeah. they override anything that did it before. It's it's ridiculous. So it's it's not, Taken wasn't the first. People are saying this is Taken meets Home Alone. I, I got another newsflash for you. First Blood, they, he, he did Kevin McAllister before Kevin McAllister was in his dad's nutsack. He set traps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like there's nothing home alone about it. They should have went with my school shooting idea, though. That would have been a better movie. Oh, I remember you saying that. that was brutal. Was it? Did Rambo fucking lose a screw and he he shot the school up or did he save? I can't remember. Yeah, he freaking, uh, I don't even remember. He just uh, he goes, yeah, basically the first movie over again. It happens in school. Well, we we basically just need Rambo in the hood and Rambo in space. That's basically it. Oh, yeah. But anyway, to me... I guess I will say Rambo 5 is, uh, I'll just say Taken, to one part Taken. I'll just say that to please the mainstreamers, because yes, there is the sex trafficking thing in the movie, and somebody, his surrogate daughter, gets taken. So there you go. Hell yeah. The Taken element, but it's it's been done a million times. Do we, do we get to watch her get fucked? No, she doesn't get fucked. Uh, but Rape revenge movie? And then I will go ahead and I'll say Home Alone. But you know what? Even though Rambo was Home Alone first, he actually is setting the traps in his house. So technically it's in his home now. So it is kind of like Home Alone. There's even a fucking montage just like Kevin McAllister where he's setting up all the traps. And I'm just waiting for somebody on YouTube to put in the fucking montage Home Alone music in that scene because it'll fit perfectly. It's so funny. It's the music going, there's no easy way out. No. There's no shortcut home. 
That's rock. That's Rocky Four. It's Rocky Four. What fucking Stallone movie doesn't have that? A fucking montage. No, but uh, there's a there's a scene at the end in the last act where he's fucking just hauling ass and killing all these uh, cartel people, and he's why? Playing... What? I better not fucking be late on my drugs. No, he's he's, pl- he's killing all these people to the sound of the doors. Cool. It's it's interesting. Never like the doors. Neither do I. I don't like the doors either. But anyway, it's also basically, uh, what what's the tentpole revenge flick? Fucking Death Wish, right? Death Wish. Probably. You know, it, it feels like a Death Wish meets a violent Home Alone, which in a sense is inspired by First Blood, mixed with, uh, not, I'm not even going to say Taken, mixed with a movie that takes, you know, on the whole fucking trafficking thing. Uh, but it's good. Just give me an excuse for Rambo to kick some ass, and that's what he does. And this movie's violent. Does he do that autistic lip thing he does in all his movies? Uh, uh, Look like a retard and shit. Yeah, he talks like him. But I got to say this, though. You remember Rambo 4, how uh, it, it, you remember it was just kind of like gratuitous violence, right? Just bullet hell. Just I don't even remember that. Wow. It's just nonstop body bags. It's just going everywhere. So that violence and that was really satisfying, but it was it was kind of like comical violence. The violence that you kind of laugh every time someone gets ex- exploded, right? Um, this movie is gore. It's a revenge movie, and it's... It's pretty, it's more uh, the kind of violence where if you take a girl, she's not going to want to look at the screen, maybe, because it's brutal, man. Like, I mean, we're talking uh, organs ripped out. We're talking decapitations. We're, there's a section of the movie where it's a full-on slasher movie. It, it turns into a fucking Halloween movie where he's just stabbing people to death in the dark. Like, what the fuck is going on? Um, So... It's it's very entertaining. It's got some great kills, and of course, the last act he he kills a whole bunch of people. And what's he so uh, angry about? They didn't give him drugs. Nah, man. They they took somebody he loved, man. Just like Liam Neeson. Well, fucking good. That's a that'll fucking make him a stronger person. I don't think that's the point of his character. He doesn't need to fucking depend on them anymore. What's the last movie you watched besides this? Um, I don't fucking know. Um, I'd have to look, baby. Uh, but did you see that fucking Midsummer's out digitally today? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm willing to rent it or anything. I'm kind of, it's, it just seems like the kind of movie that's going to stream on Netflix in like a, a, a month. You know, it will. Cause they keep putting all these movies like hereditary and shit like that on there. Right. They, they always go like immediately to streaming or Amazon. So I'll watch it when it when it's free. Beta. I heard they have like a director's cut is what's available, and it's even. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be exclusive on Apple TV. I guess. That's weird. It's not gonna be on the physical release, really. I don't fucking know. That's pretty ridiculous. Are you gonna buy it? I mean, you gave it like a nine out of ten. I am fucking buying that shit. Okay. I'm gonna nut all over that Blu-ray. I got some 4Ks uh, recently. I got uh, well. In in promotion for Rainbow Five, they finally put out Rainbow Four on 4K. Um, that was it. That, Hell yeah, forgettable movie. That was the holdout, so I got that. I love it. I do that is one of the most rewatchable movies for me. Figures. Uh, ten out of ten. And then I got my. I pre-ordered it, so I got in my uh, Batman uh, collection 4K like steel box set, and it's the first four movies. Unfortunately, it's all four of them. Um, and I watched Batman Returns. Last night, actually. Batman and Robin is a better movie than uh, Rainbow Four. 
Oh, you're trolling hardcore <laughs> levels now. I remember that movie, though. Yeah. I, dude, I, I remember Rambo 4 very well. I actually, because uh, I got it on sale, like I got it really, really cheap, like 25 bucks. I got the uh, 4K uh, Dark Knight trilogy. Ew. Because, yeah, I like them. Boring. They're not rewatchable like the Burton movies for me. But uh, And then I also got a movie that I've never seen, a classic movie, because it was also running on sale. And I just said, what the fuck? I was already going to the store to get Rambo, and I saw that too, and I was just in the buying spirit. And I got that new uh, Apocalypse Now, like Ultimate Edition, where it's got all the different cuts and the final cut and everything and the theatrical and everything. I watched that this year. I was all excited, like, oh yeah, I've heard so much great things. And I was like, eh, it's, it's yeah. decent. I got to put my stamp on it and, and see what's up. They kill a boar at the end. Why? Interesting. Well, I'll find out. I haven't watched it yet. That was mean. Oh, yeah. Alexander Aja's new uh, son-in-law prequel came out, too. Crawl. That came out digitally. No fucking way. What? Hell, yeah. He made a fucking prequel to son-in-law. It's fucking about his freshman year. How he got that nickname. It's how he always got home. Okay, who's playing the Shores character? Fucking, uh, I'm just joking. It's about a crocodile. Oh, oh, that movie. I was like to say, did, did they pull that Son of Mass bullshit or that Ven- Ace Ventura sequel? They had that little fat kid. You actually think they would have made a prequel to Son? Of- <laughs> it, it, and and the fact that I didn't hear about it till now from you, Alexander Aja, the fucking horror director guy, did it. It was blowing me a fucking way. I know, man. I I, I hook line and sinker. I, I don't crawl. I think I saw Josh James said it was a fun movie, and I get it. It's probably just supposed to be a fun monster movie. It doesn't look very good to me, but how how is it? Did you watch it? I got it. It came out digitally. I haven't watched it. Yeah. I, let me know if it's good. I mean, if you and Josh both say it's good, I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, I kind of refuse to watch it, too, in theaters. I'll wait till that comes out to stream. Um, it is out to stream. I just said that. It Part 2? Fucking uh, Crawl. I don't give a fuck. Done with crawl. Listen, oh, I, I didn't realize you changed. <laughs> yeah, I said I also I refuse to see it. Oh, oh you thought okay. I said it? Okay, <laughs> I refuse to see it in theaters. <laughs> it. That's donk. Um, that was I, like a Three's Company routine. Yeah, it really was. I don't want to see. I don't want to sit in a movie theater for three hours and watch it too. I, that's that's kind of a home thing. I'm really hard pressed to see a movie, you know, for that long. They need to fucking let you just start fucking, like, just make you pay fucking, I don't know, like, even like seven bucks, and then you get to stay home and watch a movie that's in the theater in your own house. But they don't want to, because that would open up the bootleg and shit even more. Yeah, I guess it would. I wonder if they would ever, if they ever thought about doing that, what if they charge, like, a premium? You know, like a, like a, like a convenience fee. Like, if you, oh, you want to watch this movie at home? It's going to cost you 25 bucks instead of 10. <laughs> I'd fucking rather go to the theater at that point. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, nobody will go to the fucking theater if you if you just make everything home release. Nobody will go to the theater. Mm-hmm. Very few will. I don't think they care at this point. They just want people to pay to watch them and not get them uh, for free on the internet. So, um, well, Steven Spielberg cares. He cares. Oh, yeah. Did, did you see that he's making a movie for Disney Plus after all that fucking autism he was spewing? About- Is he really? <laughs> No way. Did they say what he's going to... Did they say what it was? I don't know. Just heard he's making one. Yeah, go figure. This is our first official fucking movie with a a white actor in blackface, everybody. We are seeing it right now. (laughs) 
fucking amazing. Why did they ever think that was a good idea? We got to watch Breakfast at Tiffany's and see Mickey Rooney as the Japanese guy. Oh, yeah. The fucking... Uh, that's, the, that's so funny. Short circuit. Uh, tremendous, Woody. No, oh, you know what movie? Uh, kind of in the vein. When the fuck's Brendan Fraser showing up, though? <laughs> uh, I don't think he is. What if funny? I saw an article with Brendan Fraser where uh, it's one of those clickbaity articles where somebody in an interview asked him if he would return to the franchise. Kind of makes him look like an ass. Like, oh, Brendan, in, 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 the, in the clickbait title, like, oh, Brendan Fraser thinks he... Uh. No, somebody asked him and he said, like, yeah, hypothetically. And I'm thinking he's probably thinking, yeah, I guess if I was still bankable. And they wanted to and revisit like, that. What they only ask those questions with the intention of putting that in the headline. Like, why would he say no? Like, yeah, I'm going to turn down money. Yeah, and that's the headline going around. Brendan Fraser confirms he would love to do. Like, okay, of course he would. Like, the guy's doing nothing. He's on like a TV show or something. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, they just they have an idea. Like, oh, I want the fucking the headline to say this. I'm going to ask him this question. He's always, you know, of course, he's going to say yes to it. Yeah, it's really, it's it's the same thing. Like when it's it's just like Corey Feldman pitching Tommy Jarvis returning. Of course, he wants Tommy Jarvis to return this tape. He's at the point where it's like, yeah, give me give put me in a sequel to the movie that was my big break that I eventually kind of outgrew. But now I'm fucking welcome with open arms. I'll play Tommy Jarvis with arms wide open. He's like, no, I was going to say, uh, kind of in the vein, we were talking about how I've never seen Apocalypse Now, talking about classic movies I've never watched. Do you know what classic movie I've I never watched, but I finally watched this weekend? What? Angel Heart. You ever see that, man? No. Holy shit. You should watch it. Uh, Did it make you come? And you know, you know Angel Heart, right? You've heard of it, right? Uh, after the last mistake where I fucking mixed it up with uh, Lionheart and shed on it. Okay. <laughs> okay, Alan Parker movie, Angel Heart. Uh, it's kind of has a, a bit of a notorious history. Uh, it's got Mickey Rourke and as the main star, Robert De Niro in it, and then uh, Lisa Bonet, right? The, the Cosby Show chick. Because it's a very risque movie. It's got a very risque sex scene, which, uh, fuck. They ha- actually, the movie is notorious because it had an X rating at first, and they had to trim off like 10 seconds or 20 se- from the sex scene. Right to make to to get an R rating to pass, and I guess they they released the director's cut, the full version, when it was on DVD. So I don't think that's the version I have on Vudu, because it's probably tame as fuck. Well, I think they had to just take out the sex, and uh, I saw the sex scene, and it didn't seem uh, it was a it was a pretty brutal sex scene, I'd say for the day, but I don't see I I think I had the edited version, the amended version. But anyway, the movie. After watching it, I'm like, holy shit. You ever watch a movie before and you're like, oh my God, I just now realized this movie was the source of inspiration for a whole lot of other movies I've watched. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Okay. That was this. And because of that, I kind of saw the ending coming because you know, I, I'm just watching it the whole time. Like, holy fuck, this is just like this or this, this or this or this or this or this. Um so it didn't make the movie any less good, but I'm like, man, if I would have saw this back in 1987 or whatever, it would have blew my mind. Like I wouldn't have seen it coming if I saw it with fresh eyes and I hadn't seen movies like it's, it's kind of a Jacob's ladder type movie, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of one of those mind fuck movies, but it's like a neo noir movie. So it's really kind of cool. It takes place in the fifties and Mickey Rourke is a private dick and takes place in New York and Louisiana. It's, 
it's really interesting. Does it show his dick in it? No, it doesn't. But you see Lisa Bonet's uh, titties. Oh. And he fu- and he fucks her and he's like choking her while he's fucking her. With his dick? But uh no, he probably did at some point, yeah. Maybe that's in the director's cut. I don't know. See, that might have been why it got an X rating. Maybe they weren't ready for uh biracial sexing. And I, I read an article, funny enough, with uh Mickey Rourke where he was saying I think somebody asked him if there was they were on the topic of like, you know, never meet your heroes. Like, is there anybody he ever came across or met in the industry that was a total letdown? He said, yeah, Robert De Niro. He said, when we were doing Angel Heart, he's a fucking asshole. And because he was being like a method actor, I hear like he does. So he said he comes up to me. I went to go meet him, you know, before we started shooting or whatever, to introduce myself and say, hey, I respect him. Like, he's the reason why I wanted to act. And he looks at me and says, look, I think it's best that you don't talk to me. Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck off me, Rooney. Fucking Rourke, whatever your name is. And and he says he was just kind of a persistent asshole the whole time, but that was probably him just being in character because he's kind of the bad guy, you know? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. It's just kind of his character. And uh, he really took that to heart. But you think think Mickey Rourke would understand how actors are sometimes. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But he said he treated everybody like shit. I was building up though. I was gonna mention uh, fucking uh, that was a uh, that uh, fucking uh, documentary I was talking about. This film is not yet rated. Like that's one of the things they go into. They might have even talked about that movie, uh, Angel Heart. It was notorious because I think, like, think about it. In 1987, they didn't even have PG-13 back then, so the, the 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 way they rated was really vast and it was really muddled. You know, it's like it was either PG or R. You know, and mm-hmm. I don't think there was a whole lot of that x rating thing going on but there's there's like big sections where they're talking about like oh yeah this movie had this really over the top sex scene it got a rated r but this movie uh it had like a two second sex scene but it was two females and it, it got an x rating automatically like they were all like there was like a big moral fucking panic going on with the ratings people bunch of pussies but this is this is one of those movies where um its reputation and what it was going on in the media uh, preceded it and was bigger than the movie itself. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't think the movie itself was a huge box office draw or anything. I don't think it did like a shit ton of money, but like it was just, it's more notorious than anything. Uh, but it's, it's, it's worth a watch, man. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it has a Blu-ray release or not, but I'd, I'd love it if they came out with an updated version of it. I'd buy it. Oh yeah. I get, I mean, I give it a, I, on, um, on Letterboxd, I gave it four out of five stars. That might change over time. Um, but yeah, man, it's like, I, part of me the whole time was wishing I watched this when it came out and I hadn't because like, if you've seen Jacob's ladder, if you've played silent hill one and two, and you've done all these, these mind fuck games and movies and shit you watch and stories, dude, fucking. And then I, then I started reading interviews, the creator of silent hill and all these other fucking things that inspired. They're like, yeah, we direct directly influenced by angel heart. So it's one of those fucked up mind fuck movies. So you mean Jacob's ladder? Or uh, Angel Heart. Oh, Angel Heart too. Oh, I'm saying no, no. They they were saying Angel Heart was a big influence. See, Jacob's Ladder is a better fucking Silent Hill movie than the Silent Hill movie. Ironically. Look, uh, let me see this here, and I believe. Ooh, I forgot they remade Jacob's Ladder. Oh. Yeah. See, I, I said that on my review. I was like, man, fucking uh, the original Jacob's Ladder inspired Silent Hill. This is like an alternate reality where fucking uh, Jacob's Ladder was inspired by the fucking sequel to the Silent Hill movie. But, but Jacob's Ladder, the original movie, came three years after Angel Heart. Yeah. 
and I'm t- and they're not the same movie. Like they got their own stories, but it's the same type of movie, you know, with the same type of twists. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's based in same thing with like Silent Hill, where it's somebody taking a similar idea and just reskinning it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like ah fuck, and I had no I had no idea Angel Heart was that kind of movie all these years. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like a. Like a new, I thought it was just the, the noir movie, some kind of detective movie, you know, that goes into like CD under. No, it goes fucking all over the place. But it's it's good shit. Take off that silly ass hat. No man, he's appropriating culture right now. That's a silly ass hat. He looks like a, a you know, a, a pencil eraser. It's a, he's a fez. It's a fez, right? Oh, you know what? I also watched Duplex actually because you put that shit in there, and it's like the only movie. It's only it's the only movie you've you've put in there that's shared with me in the last fucking two years. So I watched it, and I actually liked it. I didn't realize it was a Danny DeVito flick, man, and it and it has that Matilda vibe to it, the black comedy vibe, where it's kind of like you know, kind of dark in mm-hmm. a in a fun whimsical way. And I liked the plot. The premise was a lot of fun. Trying to kill the old bitch, mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. See, yeah, was- I had no idea that movie's that old. I know that movie's old, dude. 2003. I'm like, geez. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it came out that long ago. But, continue. Yeah, I just, I haven't watched it in a while. I remember thinking it was pretty entertaining. It's good. I usually see Drew Barrymore, and I'm like, ah, instant turn off. I don't want to see this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not my thing. Uh, she was in that 51st Date movie. I'm like, ah, I know people kind of like that for an Adam Sandler rom-com. He's in that, he's got this new Buzz movie, Adam Sandler. Yeah, the fucking guys that made uh, Good Times. It's directing it. I'm looking forward to it. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't watched the trailer yet, but everybody's buzzing about it. Saying I don't want to watch the trailer. I saw the teaser trailer, and I just want to go in and not know what to expect. Everybody's saying, like, oh, God, give this guy. If the, he doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, like, okay. Uh, we'll see. But I'm assuming this isn't a Netflix movie, like, for once in four years. Uh, A24 is putting it out. Okay, they they have a good track record so far. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm kind of t- tempted to watch the trailer. Oh yeah, I finished reading uh fucking Lords of Chaos. Yeah, what did you think of the book? Pretty funny. Uh, like yeah, there was some stuff I I put like bookmarks in like weird fucking tirades. Fucking Varg was going on about like believing in fucking like uh, he uh, like I don't know. I was kind of fucking in it out. And he, what he was saying was all over the place, but I think he was saying he like believes that fucking aliens came to Earth and impregnated women, and that's where the white race came from or something. He's hilarious, man. Like I said, I'm hoping somebody saved his vlogs and re-uploads shit on YouTube, but probably not because his YouTube was just pure gold. Yeah, um, it got me like I I went down the rabbit hole. I was like, I'm gonna listen to like some mayhem. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna get dude. on Spotify, and uh, yeah, I could I could give you my reviews. I listened to the first three records. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number one, Death Crush EP. It was poop. <laughs> it was poop. Now, keep in mind, I listened to all of these only once through, except for the EP. I listened to that three times for some fucking ungodly reason. But yeah, then I listened to Live in Leipzig. It was poop. <laughs> then I, I listened to uh, fucking uh, the one that had the purple church on it, the, the fucking full length. Mm-hmm. It was poop. Then I listened to Grand Declarations of War. It was okay. It came out in 2000. Yeah, see, that's that's... That's not fair. You can't listen to that one because that's not the cult days. 
Exactly. See, once they fucking dropped all those retards, they fucking were okay. Black metal today has a modern production, and that's the biggest thing that hurts black metal. Like the music sonically is just because the you know you're hip to music cult, right? K V L T, the cult black metal they call it, where it sounds like it was recorded at the bottom of a well, and it's the lowest five piece of shit you'll ever listen to. Yeah, what is the fucking point of the hip? And, and and it's no, that's why the movie's so great because that's how serious they took it. Like they wanted it to sound like shit. He was recording his vocals with fucking earphones. Like, like the, the 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 more shitty it sounded, the the more cult, quote unquote, cult you were and hardcore. Because it was, you know, uh, it's just like Varg in the movie where he's talking about tour. That's not fucking black metal. Yeah. Like it's all about just putting out the sh- putting out the shitty music for the shitty image and not touring. Whereas you know uh, the others, they they had aspirations. Oh, let's actually take it out on tour and be rockers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like that shit. Pat, dude, Pat, you guys might know him from the Walking Dead podcast. He is all up on the fucking cult shit. And uh, we have a separate thread. Like him and I talk with our my buddy Randall, our buddy Randall, and we talk. And Randall likes that shit too, man. They listen to that fucking someone taking a diarrhea shit in the bottom of well music. I'm like, what is this? There's a, there, there's like oh fuck, maybe I can fit in one hand the amount of like black metal I can kind of get into. Like uh, you ever hear of uh, Leviathan? Of course. Their their second album, I remember liking. Their first album was Poop. Yeah, it's boring. Well, it's it's for me, it's. I'm a I'm a, a sonic guy. I I'm a you know you're a guitar player too. I like riffs. I'm surprised by how like fucking like this is known as like oh this is so fucking extreme. It's really fucking boring and monotonous. I need to hear the riff, dude. I like I'm a guitar player. I want the riff, so I need clarity, and I can't stand it. Like when I just hear a muddled muddled mess, sometimes you don't even know when the track started playing. You think it's an intro. It's like oh they've been playing for three minutes. It's just way back there in the in the fucking bottom of the well. Mm-hmm. So I I just don't get dude. Burzum's even worse. Did you listen to Burzum? Which is you you called oh, it yeah. a band on the back. It's just a one man project. It was just Varg doing it by himself, and it's fucking ass. It's nothing. And you know, you really think all those fucking 16, 17 year old kids really knew how to play? No, they were just fucking banging together pans and vomiting. I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but. Um, I think black metal is better nowadays because the the production's caught up. But I'm not I'm not a huge black metal guy. I like death metal, you know. But even then, I don't like death metal either. Hold on, Riverman's actually texting me. Okay, let me. You want to get Riverman on? If you want, he, he's trying to call me. He's gonna tell me about Rambo. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get him on right here. It's gonna be like, oh my god, it was amazing, dude. It's really good, dude. Hey, what's up, man? I'm actually recording a podcast with Zach, so you're on the air right now, man. Are you so uh, Zach? Zach was just giving me shit about Rambo, like he always does. He says it's a beta cuck movie, um, and I was talking about it. So, what's your? Uh, how, is that, how is that a beta? How is that a beta cuck movie? I just got back from. I'm driving home right now. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Zach was just like he's probably just gonna say it was amazing, dude. It's amazing. It's great. <laughs> it's fucking great, dude. I can't wait. So I'm going to call you after the podcast and talk more in detail. But uh, I know some of the fans, yeah. uh, some of the listeners have been missing you, man. They're like, hey, when's Riverman coming back? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been out, out for a while. But uh, I'll give you my quick uh, score. It's probably, 
It's tied with the fourth one. Let's just say that. So it's 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 hard. It's hard because they're such different movies. It's going to take you a day or two. Yeah, absolutely. What's that? No, absolutely. No, I hear what you're saying. It's it's going to take you a day or two, and then I think you'll probably come to a decision which one you think is is better. But they're so different, it's hard to really compare them, right? And and I'll say this really quick though. Uh, I won't. I want to talk to you in private, but this one. Whereas the fourth one was more of a bullet hell, the blood in it was more like laughable. Like every time someone exploded, you'd laughed. This one was more gore. Yeah. This was oh an ex- God, yeah. this was an exploitation movie. It was a revenge flick, and there was that one segment. I don't want to get too into it, but where it was almost basically a slasher movie. Remember when Sl- Stallone stabbing people with a knife, dude, in the fucking house? That was yeah. That was insane. Yeah. It was a horror. It was a horror. That one scene where he's driving home or whatever. The head. <laughs> <laughs> he throws the severed head out of the truck, dude. <laughs> that was really funny. Did he fuck it? But hey, uh, I'll I'll call you in about I'll call you in about uh, 25, 30 minutes. Is that cool? That's cool. All right, we'll talk a little bit about it. All right, later. All right, bye. <laughs> so it's amazing, dude. Look, man. Rambo movies are going to like Rambo movies. That's the audience. And uh, yeah. So anyway, I like the first one. The rest of them were poop. I like the first one too, but they're all different movies. They're all different movies. Actually, I don't even fucking remember. Which one's the first one? First, first blood. <laughs> I really don't remember which one. All right, Ben Stiller. <gasps> I don't remember if that's where he's in the, the jungle or not. No, <laughs> first, first blood. First Blood was a drama. It wasn't even an action movie. That's it was, right. Yeah. It t- it takes place like in fucking wa- you know Washington or whatever. He comes home from uh, Vietnam. He's looking for his Vietnam buddy, and they're treating him like shit, like a baby killer, right? And he runs off into the woods, and he's just defending himself from the local law enforcement, headed up by Brian Dennehy. Mm-hmm. So it's a totally different movie. Rambo doesn't go to the jungle until the second one, where uh, where he's broken out of prison. To, in exchange to go get some leftover POWs out of Vietnam, and only Rambo can do it. Right? <laughs> Why'd you tell him I was calling it a beta? I never called him that. I don't know. Why is it a beta cuck movie? Because <laughs> that's probably what you were thinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, always. Anyway, what were we talking about before Riverman interrupted us? Oh, Varg and all that shit. Music. Hell yeah. yeah. I like death metal. Uh, but the thing is, is, uh, it's any genre. There's really only a handful of bands in each genre that are sort of cream of the crop, right? I I grew up on thrash metal, but dude, 98% of thrash bands are shit, right? You could say that about anything. Yeah, of course, I love Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth. I love Testament. I like bands like, but most of them are dog shit. Most of them have shitty vocals. The the ones that you've heard of, the ones that are big enough to where you've seen their logos out there, those are pretty much the best ones. I mean, uh, the rest of them are ass because they had shitty production. People love the first Exodus Bonded by Blood album. Dude, that album sounds like it was recorded in a fucking urinal stall. A stall. It sounds like ass. And their singers sound like ass. They got better later. Uh, black metal's the same way. Uh, I like death metal when it's done right. I like Morbid Angel. You know, I like. You know what? I, I was thinking, though, why'd they, fucking, why, why'd they drop the ball and call it black metal if they were all like white nationalists? Oh yeah, white metal. I'll tell you why they didn't call it that because white metal sounds like fucking pussy shit. 
It's really weird though because like uh yeah, like Dark Throne, remember that band? Yeah. I guess like they they tried to coin like, "Oh, this is Black Aryan metal." Like it says that on the side of their album sleeve. Yeah. And like people were like they they were they were talking about that like people didn't notice it and then uh I guess there was a, a person in the band that like put out like whenever they do their liner notes, he said like Anybody that criticizes this album, you're a Jew or something like that. You, you don't deserve <laughs> to be allowed to criticize this album. And then I guess the record label was like, "Oh yeah, we're sorry. We didn't. We don't know why you wrote that in there." And then the band was like, "Yeah, we don't know why you wrote that in there either." But they did put Aryan black metal on the side of the album, and that's <laughs> still a thing. That's still like a sect in in black metal. Like there's uh, the band. I don't know how Watain Whitein. I've never known how to pronounce her name. Wu Tang. Not Wu Tang. Wu Tang's the shit. But they're this band that has associations of uh, like uh, white supremacy and stuff like that. Morbid Angels actually playing in Mesa, Arizona, and they've got them on tour, I believe. And it's like, fuck, man, I, that that they that they have the balls to actually put them on the tour because they're the kind of band that was like getting dropped. Like people were canceling their gigs, venues were shutting the shows down. Like we don't want this fucking bad publicity. Morbid um, Angel or uh... no, the Watain band. Oh, Morbid Angels, Florida Death Metal. Florida Death Metal's all fun in the sun. It's not legit. That's the thing, man. Death metal typically, it's it's all a fucking shtick. It 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 just took for Euronymous and those fuckers to come along to really take it seriously, you know. And and they created that weird thing. But it's just Slayer doesn't believe in the fucking devil. They've admitted it. It's like no, it's just a fucking gimmick. It's a bit. It's fucking. It's image. It's all it is, right? That's some beta cuck shit. Yeah, it's really silly. That's why the movie's cool. I get it. It's not going to be 100% accurate. They they really made them look like clowns, but they kind of were clowns. Did they fucking warm face paint? They are definition of clowns. <laughs> you can't even fucking make that up. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny, though. I w- I've been wanting to go through and watch, like, reviews, because it's like, uh, I saw, like, on YouTube, like, ones like, oh, yeah, Lords of Chaos movie versus the metal community. It's like, oh, we're going to watch all the metal fans cry about the movie. <laughs> I've been excited to watch that shit, but I keep forgetting. Yeah. Uh, but I saw, like, people, I saw people, like, uh, commenting, like, uh, some guy was really fucking serious, like, fuck it, uh, fuck you, Robbins, he deserved what he got, and people were like, uh no fuck uh Varg he's an asshole and then uh he's uh, like people are like I would fucking kill him too if uh, he threatened me like he did it's like uh, <laughs> do you well, take that it really is a threat <laughs> and the people the people that were just critiquing the movie too right um because it's dramatized a little bit and like he they went out of their way to kind of make them pro- they probably embellished they probably exaggerated like we're gonna make them look they made them look extra clownish right um. Mm-hmm. Because the people that take it super seriously aren't going to like that. And I, I think it did get nick, nitpicked to fuck by the metal community. But, dude, I, I'm i part of the metal community, but I watch a movie and I judge it like a movie, right? And it's a good fucking flick. And to be honest, they were total fucking clowns. Yeah. They were totally stupid. And I like I said, it's funny how they don't drop the American accents even though they're in fucking Norway. You know? Yeah. How I've never listened to Norwegian people talk. Do they just sound like that? I don't know. They speak English, don't they? Yeah, Scandinavian, a lot of them have pretty subtle accents. You know, if you ever heard like a, you ever heard a, a Swedish guy talk? It's it's very it's very subtle. Same thing with Norway. I think that's, uh, what's his name? Fucking Del Toro. It's from somewhere like that. Guillermo Del Toro? I think so. Really? If I remember right. 
he's not Mexican? Spanish uh, or something? Maybe. I'm going to look it up. Well, no, that in our in Arutu guy is Mexican, but uh, Del Toro, it sounds, I'm going to look it up. Who knows? Guillermo del Toro. Maybe maybe I'm fucked up. Where's he from? It doesn't mean he's not from there. It's all that fucking... I lost all my brain cells drinking piss. Nah, he's Mexican. <laughs> Told you. Okay. Um, yeah, the piss. Yeah, everybody go listen to that. But anyway, hey, no, uh, Joan... What? Go ahead. We just saw some real black people. They didn't paint people. That was weird. Well, they had them playing, they had them playing the actual slaves? Yeah. Why they ever think that was a good idea? Like, oh, no one will notice. Do they just not want to pay a black person to to play in a movie? Well, it's not even blackface. Like, technically, uh, well, technically, Egypt's in Africa, but these white people are all playing Egyptians, right? Mm-hmm. Cleopatra, you know, Elizabeth Taylor played an Egyptian. Fuck. I mean, you had all these people, these white guys playing Romans. I get it. Maybe back in these old days, uh, in the twenties and thirties, maybe we didn't have. Did we have the act, the population uh, enough that we're in the acting community to to really fill all those roles for big movies that are all comprised of Romans and Egyptians? I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. Is that supposed to be a a fucking bald head or is is that a hat he's wearing? No, he's wrapping them. They're wrapping them. No, the guy doing it, though, he looks like he's wearing a bald cap. Mm. That doesn't match his skin tone. Oh, okay, they're hats. Oh, uh, yeah, we're little hats. <laughs> That'd be funny if they were supposed to be bald heads. They're just like, oh, no one will notice. So what'd you do this weekend, man? Hey, you know what's funny? Uh, I was a little disappointed. I was listening to that Mac and Zach, and you were really drunk, so I guess that's why it went nowhere. But uh, you were telling a story that was quite interesting, and you never really gave a definitive answer. Like You were talking about... The girl you were macking on at Walmart, and Matt kept asking you what you said, and you kept sidestepping it. I want to know what the fuck happened. Uh, I I I thought I finished the story, did I not? Not really. Or did I finish it after it was recorded? I don't know. You kind of, you didn't really give the, you didn't really give legit answers. Like, he asked, he have to ask, he was like, what'd you say to her? Like, what'd you actually say to her? And you never really answered. You kept saying everything else but that. So... What did you you struck up a conversation? I guess based off the glasses section, but what happened from there? That's it. We just uh, talked about random things. So, so it was like you just stopped a, a Walmart employee and said, "Hey, what time's the glasses joint open?" It, it, it was a it was a bunch of conversation that led into other conversation that no one here will understand because it's just like, "Oh, do you know him? Do you know that kid from uh, blah blah blah?" Uh, but you were, but but who does that? Who actually stops and has a conversation with somebody at Walmart? Um, I did. So you're just doing I, that? I didn't Is make it... her sit there and talk to me. I just kind of started it, and she just kept talking to me, so I, it went on. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And she was, uh, that was so funny, though, when you said uh, you were drunk, and you're like, you know, I've come to find out she was seven. And Max like, seven? And you went 17. You're like, but you were <laughs> drunk. I was like, what the fuck? I got confused with that stupid song. She's only 17. But and then it wasn't even it was neither of those numbers it was nineteen but <laughs> hey nineteen's plenty legal man do what you gotta do yeah do what you gotta do she's already dating someone though how did that come up though so you got a boyfriend that's that's what Mac wanted to hear like how did you actually you know I didn't even have to ask that it was just a conversation oh like oh me and my boyfriend were doing this last week gotcha yeah 
Gotcha. See, he's all he's all like, oh yeah, what what fucking uh, macking, what fucking pickup lines you use on like that fucking show from back in the day where the guy that looked like Jamiroquai and shit. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I'll teach you how to pick up chicks. That shit's bullshit. That's funny. All I, I just gotta talk to him, and then uh, yeah, it'll it'll just come out eventually. Unless they just don't want to talk to you, then then you gotta just go away. Gamer guy William, he's he's rolling over in his fucking bed. He's listening to this right now, pulling his hair out. See, hey. yeah, I was mad because I was drunk and I gave like a real answer instead of like. The Mac and Zach answer, like, oh no, I didn't. I, I just, I, I got her phone number, and then, uh, what was it? We told him on the on the show. Then you got her Facebook and her phone, or you got her name. Now you got her Facebook and her number and all that. You taught him how to be a stalker. No, but like, mm-hmm. he's listening to your vice now. Like, holy shit, he lied to me. He's trying to be normal. This isn't. <laughs> this might have worked. No, I think that's the number one thing. Is just, uh, it's 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 not so much about. What do you say? It's what you don't say. Like most guys don't know when to quit. Like read a clue when somebody's not interested, you know, uh-huh. that's probably the biggest thing. Would you Mac on this hoe? No, she's got a five head. Oh, that's a fucking sexy five head. She gets all the good ideas with that five head. Hey, I went to um, this past weekend was my birthday, right? And I went camping more like glamping, right? Have you, you ever heard of a yurt? Uh-uh. Okay, a yurt is basically a hut. So instead of a tent in the woods, you got a hut, and there's actually like a bed in there, and there's some form of like electricity and plumbing, but it's like all solar powered. So you only get hot water when the sun's out. It's cold otherwise. Um, outdoor, outdoor like toilet area, stuff like that. So it's kind of uh, glamorized for camping. Anyway, I was up uh, about 30 miles outside of Sedona, Arizona, little town called uh, Cottonwood, Arizona. And I'm on this big property of land. This yurt was rented and, you know, it was Airbnb, right? So you're, you got the instructions on what to do. And they had a compost toilet, right? So in, in this toilet, I had to shit in it and then I had to pour, you know, throw sawdust on my shit. And I was essentially shitting in a bag. You know, I was like, like a fucking bear. And I was burying my shit, right? Um, anyway, per the instruction uh, on checkout is take your bag out and throw it away. Now, and all your trash, essentially. I had this bag. It was tiny. It was like, a, it wasn't even the size of a grocery store bag. It was, it was nothing. It weighed like negative two ounces. Uh, anyway, I couldn't find a trash. It didn't say where I throw it out. And I'm like, where the fuck is this can on this property? Where do I throw this away? And I'm going through the backwoods. You know, like it's a, it's, it's, we're talking about stuff that's not maintained by the city, you know, like an old country road where whatever, just like, yeah. Um, so I'm driving and I find, I kind of find where I think I was supposed to throw it. And then I got out of the car and then this fucking dog that belonged to somebody here in these woods and these property was like coming at me. He didn't have a collar. I'm like, I don't fucking trust that dog. Cause it was a pit bull. I think. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Not to say the pit bulls are inherently bad, but it just didn't look like a friendly dog. So I got back in the car. I'm like, I'm not getting out and throwing it in there. And I started going down this windy fucking road in the middle of the fucking redneck woods. And then I come across this other guy's property in the woods. I can see in the distance about 300 yards away um, that he's got a little house or something out there. And I, but he's got can, he's got trash cans and recycle cans like up near the old dirt country road. So we're talking 
the cans are like uh, 20 yards from my car and his house is another 300 yards back. I look in the distance. I'm like, I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody here. I could probably just get out and put this bag in his can, you know? No big deal. I don't want to throw it on anybody's property. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with it. Um, so I walk up to the can. I I even I opened his can. What? Dude, he had plenty of space in there, and it looked like he was getting ready to dispose of it anyway. So I, I was like, no harm, no foul. Um, I put it in there, and as I turn away, I hear, and I think, listen, I think it's a bird because I'm hearing animals, and we're in that we're out in the country. I'm like, okay, it's just a bird. I keep walking, walking back to my car. Then I hear, I'm like, okay. That could still be a bird. I hear birds whistle twice all the time. And I'm just walking. And then I hear like a lot of whistles. I'm like, okay. And then uh, I didn't turn around. I'm like, holy shit. Then I hear a gunshot. And I fucking, then I fucking start running. And uh, I tell the person driving, uh, my my girlfriend, I'm like, fucking start the car. Start the car. Start the car. Right? So I jump in. It's just like out of a movie, right? And then, and she hauls it, but we're on a country fucking road and I'm expecting, and I'm like, just keep driving. Like this, this guy is going to follow us. I know fucking rednecks. He's going to follow us over nothing. And so we're driving down this whole country road and, uh, and the whole time I'm looking in the rear view, I don't see anybody like, okay, he's not, but I'm, but I'm, I'm on my edge. Okay. I th- I'm still, we're not out of the clear, but we don't see him. We would see him behind us. Uh, anyway, we finally come to a main road in the town. We're out of the woods, right? We come to a four way, uh, not a four way stop, an intersection with a stop sign. And she stops at the stop sign. Then this motherfucker in the rear view, I see it beat up blue pickup truck speeding down the road, man. And fucking, I'm like, holy shit. And I'm looking both ways and there's traffic coming on both sides. We can't make a run for it. We're stuck at the sign. Those fucking rednecks, man. Why is it always the rednecks with the shittiest houses that think you want to steal their shit? Look, we're stuck at the stop sign. He fucking pulls up next to us and then tries to cut us off. He kind of like part. He kind of parks his uh, truck a little bit in front of us, you know, like a little mm-hmm. bit next to us. And then he fucking gets out of the car and uh, she's in the driver's seat and he fucking gets in the driver's seat. He's like, who said you motherfuckers could use my fucking trash? And, and, and I'm thinking, I don't know what I can't even process what's going on right now. And I couldn't see. Because he was in the window, so I didn't see if he had his, a gun on him or something like Because I can only see him from the waist up, kind of, right? And it was all happening so fast, and he was an angry motherfucking redneck. He was actually a Mexican guy. Anyway, before I could process on how to handle this, because part of me's like, part of me wanted to get out and fucking talk to the guy, you motherfucker, because he had kind of overstepped now. Like, who the fuck do you think you are blocking my car in? Uh, but anyway, she, <laughs> her adrenaline kicked in, and she just fucking floors it. And fucking goes around his car. And I'm shocked this guy didn't beat the fuck out of my, you know, at least get a hit in my car as we sped off. Because he was in the window. Um, he didn't hit my car or anything. But I was totally expecting for a fucking shotgun shell to blow a mirror off or something. So we, she hightails it onto this main road. Granted, he blocked us off. So we couldn't even see oncoming traffic. So we might have got smashed by an oncoming car for all we knew. I'm glad we didn't. But she just fucking just adrenaline kicked in and she took off. And I'm like, keep going. This guy still followed us. This motherfucker. But now we're at least on a little main road in a little town. And he was slowed down by some oncoming traffic. So we had a chance to escape him. And eventually I'm like, we found this development, this like neighborhood or something. I'm like, just fucking go in here. Like fucking go in here and circle around. Because because we had a we had we had finally scored a moment where he wasn't in our sight. So I'm like, okay, he can't see us. Let's fucking lose him. And we just kind of fucking hung out in this neighborhood for like 15 minutes. And we were supposed to go eat breakfast at this diner in the small town. 
And I'm like, and she still wanted to go. And I'm like, so you really want to go eat at the diner that probably everybody, including him, eats at in this little fucking burb? Right? Like, we're going to run it. But we did anyway. It was kind of like Dumb and Dumber. They caught up with him half mile down the road. He slit his throat. It was a good one. What was he so mad about? Dude. He just threw something away. All he said was, and he was red and he was spitting. Who motherfucking said you fuckers could use my fucking trash? And he yelled at the top of his lawn. He was, dude. And I, and she made a good point. She's like, you know what? I think he didn't actually uh, do anything except get up in the window and yell. She didn't give much of a chance to do more than that because she took off after he said that. Like it, it happened so fast. Um, dude, our adrenaline was pumping. It was fucking. And then I was laughing for the whole fucking day. Like this is this is awesome. Um, but she's like, I think it's because you weren't in the driver's seat. I think it's because I was in the driver's seat. He probably did. He probably got out and he was looking at me. He was looking at me, fucking pointing at me. But he probably realized, oh, there's a female in the driver's seat. You know. But if it was me sitting there, he probably would have fucking tried to grab me out, choke me in Smoke's backyard, right? <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have tried probably got more physical or something i'm trying to imagine like why you would be that angry that someone no. threw something away in your trash can. same same thing look and that's exactly my point that's why i was laughing all day you know at breakfast i was fucking laughing at breakfast i was looking outside the window like i'm i'm still keeping my eye on like this guy coming up and finding my car right because he probably recognized my car and it wouldn't it wouldn't have been nothing for him to drive another quarter mile up the road go to the diner and see my car and fucking so i was keeping an eye on it uh you thought you were the police trying to plant some crack in his trash can no dude no yeah well that that was my thing i'm like okay i get it technically those aren't public trash cans right technically you shouldn't throw your trash in somebody else's trash can but a what was the better alternative? Me throw it on his property? Like I had no, I, like, I didn't know what to do. And and for all I knew, that guy was the guy that owned the property that we just rented that little yurt on. I don't know. I'm like I, the, the the information was so vague, and I didn't have any info. I didn't know what else to do, and I was kind of like in the middle of nowhere. And and the bag was literally it could fit in the palm of your hand. It was nothing, and it really wasn't any inconvenience on his space. And I just figured whatever surely they wouldn't mind and so but let's say you do mind is it really worth the extent that this guy went to even if someone did do it like this guy i'm telling you his house was a good 300 yards away from where his actual cans were right and he it was worth it for him to hop in his fucking pickup truck which he had the benefit of riding an old rusted up pickup truck where he didn't give a shit about flying down an old maintained road a million miles an hour i got a new car dude i don't want to fucking hit branches and shit and you know i'm trying to be careful but it was worth it for him to hop in that piece of shit he had and fucking race us and find us down the road block us off get out and almost start start a fight or something an altercation like what? all the time it could have spent just looking in his trash can to see what you threw away and just see like oh it was just no, well he knew it he said who fucking said you motherfuckers because you, you you could use my fucking trash what was it you threw away it was a little fucking like Walmart style bag. There was nothing in it. There was like it was just a couple things. Well, it was like maybe like some leftover food. If anything, he you gave him another fucking bag to use. Well, oh, it was the bag with my shit in it actually, but but it was just one little shit. It was like one little rabbit turd shit. It really wasn't shit. It was mostly just like uh uh paper and fucking uh food wrappers and just shit like that. But bottom line is the bag weighed. It was a tiny. There was nothing in this bag. I just had to get rid of it. I was instructed to get rid of it. And I know what to fucking do. I would have just but, threw uh, it out the window as we were driving. Oh, you know what I would have said? 
Well, in hindsight, I should have, right? I'm like, fucking, if I would have, that's what, that tells you I didn't think it was a big deal because in hindsight, yeah, I just would have fucking tossed it. Because <laughs> fuck the earth. You know, whatever. It's just, but I'm, I don't do, I don't like to litter, but I'm saying in hindsight, there was a million other things I could have done, right? Like, I didn't realize it was that big of a fucking deal. Uh, and I'm trying to equate it to, if I looked out my blinds and downstairs in my, in my into my front yard with my trash can out on the curb and I saw a guy walking his dog and as he was walking his dog, he tosses a, a soda can in my trash can. I'm not going to fucking freak out about it. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me. I get I it. I was walking my dog. Oh, wait, go ahead. Finish. Uh, well, I'm just saying it's a similar scenario. My can is already out there on the curb to be picked up, meaning I'm done with it for the week. Right. Mm-hmm. And if there's space in it, this guy threw a can in there. Great. And I get it. I pay the city a trash fee, right? You do. When you own a home, you pay a trash fee. Everybody does. So technically, I'm paying for that trash can. But who gives a fuck? Who get my trash? It's not hurting me. My trash is your trash. You know what I mean? I don't know. But And the difference is in a neighborhood, you have like, uh, if you have an HOA, you have public trash cans kind of all over the place too. But I was in the middle of the fucking woods. I didn't have that luxury. I didn't think it was a big fucking deal. And I would have stopped. I would have stopped and, and, and actually said something to the guy if I saw somebody there. I didn't see anybody there. That's why I just kind of approached. I'm like, okay, I don't see anybody around. And uh, had he fucking alerted me in a normal, humane manner, I might have said, hey, look, I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't, you know, but I heard a gun. So, yes, my natural reaction was to fucking just book it. I didn't even look behind me. I'm not gonna fucking look behind me. And this is the crazy ass backwoods. It's like in all the movies. Dude, they have they like their guns, man. They like their their land. And the land we were on was already do not trespass. But this guy wouldn't have had any inkling of that because we rented out a property on this protected land, right? So to him, we're just strangers invading, but he doesn't realize we had rented a place for the night. You know what I mean? He fucking just would have fucking threw a bunch of shells in my ass. So I just fucking ran. But uh anyway, yeah. It was fun. Continue your story. What were you going to say? Oh, not nearly as funny as yours. Uh, I was walking my dog, and my dog does this thing. She always, she never takes a dump whenever I'm walking her. She only shits in our own backyard. So I'm taking her for a walk, and then like uh, we, we go in front of a house that has its fucking door wide open and shit. They're just sitting in there watching TV. I can see them from where I'm standing. And then she just decides, I'm going to take a shit. Like uh, she, she never poops <laughs> except for th- this one time. And, and sometimes she does whenever we're at the park, like whenever we walk through this one part that has a bunch of little dog shit, she does this thing where she sniffs around and she's like, I'm going to fucking shit here just to let them know how much bigger my shit is than theirs. So yeah. she drops like a huge log of shit and their little midget shits. But yeah, this time she's just like, I'm going to shit right here. And I'm fucking like, Oh shit. I don't know. What if these people are mad that I'm letting her shit in their yard? Like, like I was thinking, like, I I never had to do this before. Like, am I supposed to pick up her shit? Am I supposed to bring one of those little baggies and fucking pick it up? I don't know. So I'm just like, hurry the fuck up. And she's taking her time because she's got her shit stuck to her hair and shit. And of course, this is the one time it gets stuck to her hair. She's just sitting there trying to fucking wipe it off on the fucking grass and shit swinging her ass around and uh eventually i just like okay let's go and then we walked away they didn't see it yeah i thought you were gonna i yeah i thought you were gonna say they watched the whole thing happen because their door was open <laughs> I, I was thinking they might be and i was like i uh, playing it off like oh yeah I, i'm not paying attention yeah what would you do what if they were watching it and they watched her pop a squat and take a shit and you didn't come prepare with a bag like what do you do like uh ask them if it's okay or you're, you're gonna fucking run away 
<laughs> That's so fucking funny, man. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I just it's so weird. It's I the first thing I said about that guy to her was I just want I wish I had a chance to talk to him because I would have been like, who hurt you? Because clearly he's a very angry person. Very angry. Yeah, we don't know. What if, like, this is the 18th time some fucking asshole came and put shit in this fucking trash can, and it it gets all the fucking raccoons down there. Well, he's well, got a problem on his hand. Well, see, we're we're assuming he's an asshole. I put it in his trash can that he already had trash in that raccoons could get. Uh, no, but I'm see, I'm comparing it to a suburb. Maybe that's not fair because it probably wasn't just the trash. It was the fact that I was on private property out in the middle of nowhere because I, you know, I was on restricted land they take their fucking trash can seriously they don't got much in their lands yeah but anyway let me read some comments man you down for that this movie's about to wind down go for it all right so now it's kind of weird with these comments with october blitz because we're doing a lot of these movies in advance trying to get ahead of the game so um so these comments i'm reading now this is before dracula was posted for example this is before the halloween 5 abortion was posted so you're gonna notice some of them are delayed i Uh, listened to the halloween 5 by the way oh yeah how'd it come out it's pretty funny okay okay i was fucking that was autistic trolling yeah it was fucking way too far man but uh yeah so anyway if you guys have commented and you guys aren't hearing your fucking uh comments read aloud Give it a couple of weeks. <laughs> We're just trying to catch up. Uh, but anyway, on uh, the Child's Play, that 2019 commentary we do with Mac, uh, Witch King says, Aaron's Green Goblin laugh is scaring me. Did I do a Green Goblin laugh? Like a like a wacky, like a hysterical laugh? Your fucking hyena laugh that you do. Okay. Oh. Look, he just, he just turned into fucking, like, <laughs> dust. He just literally got danked to dust. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Like he fucking stole my idea. He did get dank to dust. That's so funny. Okay, so he's actually just making fun of my real laugh. I thought maybe I made like a special like creepy laugh. Okay. I do kind of get it. Don't I, don't I do that? I kind of go into a high register. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it is what it is. Uh, Josh James, of course, our very own Josh James. He says, this is one reboot I can say I actually liked. They really took it to the only direction that they could with having it be robotic versus possession. It was nice and sadistic, great gore, and it was funny. Mark Hamill did a great job with the voice. I also agree with Aaron. I like the doll. Easily entertained, you guys. He said he likes the doll. He agrees with me. Take note of that. He says, I think it works within the context of the movie. I enjoyed this version of Child's Play more than Cult of Chucky. I hope they make another one. So, ha. I don't. Uh, Mendoza chimes in onto that thread. He says, I agree with everything you wrote, though I wish they had omitted the sweatshop scene. I did not need to know how Chucky became evil. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the silliest part, Um, but who knows? Uh, Josh says, we didn't. Seems like something the audience would wonder, but that's just me. (laughs) Only because the audience are fucking stupid. Uh, Adrian Mendoza then responded with a timestamp, and uh, I'm not too sure what's on that timestamp. 118.55, probably pretty late into it. Um, It's probably something I said, because I'm really funny. Perhaps. Uh, Thanks, though. Uh, Mendoza, Witch King, Josh, everybody for commenting. We we appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, (laughs) Retro Rampage. I'm going to go ahead and read a Retro Rampage, because Adrian Mendoza left a comment on our old Mega Man 11 demo back when we were doing Retro Rampage on YouTube. Uh, He says, Zach is at Troll 5000 in this episode. Hell yeah. I'd have to go back and listen to it, but you probably would. Wait till you hear Halloween 5. Right? That's 8,000 at least. 
Yeah. Uh, so on Final Destination commentary, Witch King says Sean William Scott's exploitation run. <laughs> He wants a Sean William oh, Scott exploitation. Yeah. Run down, dude. Where's my car? And bulletproof monk, motherfuckers. Oh, he says, motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Uh, possible. We could do it, man. What's some other Sean William Scott uh, gems? He was technically in, uh, what's that fucking movie? Old school. He's got that guy. He's that guy with the mullet, but that's got like a cameo. Oh, yeah. He's in, uh, isn't he Road Trip? Road Trip. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's a donk film. I I never seen Bulletproof Mon. I like uh, Rundown. That's a good flick. Uh, so thank you, man. Uh, Problem Child Two commentary. Uh, this this guy's name repeats a couple of times, but his name is Juan Manuel One Hundred Friend with an E Friend, and then it says Juan Manuel One Hundred Friend, and it's repeated twice. He says, "Thanks for making my day." See, there you go, Mario and Antoine Evans. Take note of this guy. Oh, yeah. He appreciates Junior, and he appreciates the work we do spreading the problem child uh, word out to all you guys, right? Spreading the Junior mayonnaise. Yeah. Uh, Got some cool... I can't remember. Do we read Cinema Anima comments? We don't. We do that on Cinema Anima, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. We do? Mm-hmm. Do we really, though? Do we ever read them? Okay. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, then I'll end it with T-Birdus Thoracus. T-Birdus Thoracus. You got a sweet uh, avatar. He comments on, let's watch Friday the... Th- oh, that's Mac and Zach. <laughs> My bad. He comments also on Rob Zombie's Halloween commentary. Great. The not-as-bad Rob Zombie movie we did. He says Emma Stone would have made a great Laurie Strode. I don't think anybody would have made a good Laurie Strode in that movie. That The movie shouldn't have existed. I don't hate that. For- Wait, which one are we talking about? First one or second? Well, he's, he's talking about the first one, but here's, here's my theory on it. Here's my expl- explanation. I don't hate the first Halloween Rob Zombie, but... That movie eventually led to Halloween 2. Had he never made that movie, it never would have made the Weinsteins $20 million opening weekend, and they would have never greenlit Halloween 2 to have been rushed out uh, less than a year later. But I, the world with Halloween 2, that shitty movie, is kind of a world I like to exist in. Yeah, it's shit. It's, it's, fun, to, it's fun to watch a train wreck sometimes. I like the, I like the first Rob Zombie movie uh, featuring Sid Haig, R.I.P. Sid Haig, right? Oh, yeah, he died. Yeah, he passed away, man. He was looking pretty grim. We uh, Riverman or Riverman and you, we all saw him at the uh, uh, Kansas City Kansas City Crypticon over the summer, and he looked like he was about to blow away with the wind picking up, looking pretty frail. Um, and he's been on a decline for years. It, when Riverman and I took pictures and, and met him like five years ago, and and got the the shit sign, which by the way, we got some shit we're gonna give away this month, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh fuck, man! I I think Sid Haig's on that. I'll have mm-hmm. to double check. Because that's because that'd be cool for all you motherfuckers that missed out on getting his autograph. Um, House of a Thousand Corp- Corpses, a uh, copy of that movie with autographs from, I believe, Sid Hagen and Bill Mosley. So, uh, but anyway, he was, you know, he wasn't thin, but he was not like in great shape. And it's just, it just is what it is. I was actually surprised he was 80 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's for me, I feel like the as as a member of the human race. I feel like we should live a minimum of 80 years. So if somebody makes it to 80, I'm like, I feel like they at least got to live a somewhat full life. Right. Mm-hmm. It's usually anywhere under 80. I'm like, oh man, he should have needs a couple more years. But anyway, thank you guys all for the comments. Uh, just to kind of promote October exploitation. We do this every year. This year we're tackling these universal uh, monster movies, even though we really didn't talk about this one at all. Sorry. It's kind of how we roll sometimes. We told stories, uh, but it was fun. Hopefully you guys liked it. And uh, 
it's weird for me to talk because like I said, we're doing these weeks in advance, but this month doing giveaways. Um, if you're listening to this, we already did one because this is week two, I believe I but don't fucking quote me on that, but I got lots of little uh, pieces of art uh, of your favorite horror icons to give away, uh, as well as, like I said, I got the copy of House of Thousand Corpses signed by uh, members of the cast, as I described. We also got a copy of Night 90 signed by Tony Todd, but not fucking what's his nuts because he's an asshole. Uh, some little things here and there, but make sure in order to keep up on that, you guys have to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, because that's where the giveaways are all going down between the three of them. Uh, also, if you guys are on YouTube, much appreciated. Make sure you guys are hitting the like button, subscribing to the channel, notification the fuck out of that bell so you get everything we put up when it goes up, uh, and share us with your your whole family and your friends. And also, feel so inclined to click the links below to check us out on podcast services. And even if you prefer YouTube, I prefer podcast services, go over there and maybe uh, leave a comment or two. Leave at least a five-star rating so we can flourish over there and more people like you guys will discover us and the family can grow. Um, other than that, if you want to support the channel, a great way to do that right now is to click on our Teespring link, which is in the description of all the videos, and you can buy some killer swag. So it's a good way of looking sexy and throwing us a buck or two to uh, be able to pump out more of this stuff for you guys free of charge. Uh, but that's all I got, Zach. Do you got anything you want to promote or talk about before we head out? Fucking be a kind to one another. Be excellent to one another. Bye-bye, puppets. End of the week at the Revival House. Next month's theme, you gotta figure it out. Italian zombies are polished short. I slash her with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye bye, puppet. Zach Pete in a solo cup band. Couldn't miss Cameron's love and Josh and Scott failed and Riverman's bail. Bye bye, puppets. Sounds good, like this country used to.